Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and hey, Meve, plus you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Another episode of Oh, I Won't You Date Me, a podcast where me, Nicole Byer, tries to figure out how I'm still single, even though I will lick your nipples for an hour <laughs> and do nothing else if that's how you come. <laughs> My guest today has a podcast called You're the Worst. It's Greta Titleman. Hi. Did I say everything correctly? Almost. My podcast is called The Worst. Fuck me. But it's fine. You're the worst is, is a uh, TV show on FX. <laughs> yeah, it's Tim Robinson's <sighs> TV. Oh, wait, you're the show. Wait, sorry. Now I fucked up. You're the, you're worst, the worst is, is on a show FX. on FX. You should leave is you Tim Robinson's show, Robinson show on Netflix. Netflix, which is very funny. Have very you watched funny. it? Yes. I was chee hee hee. It was it's very funny. Very funny. Truly, I it's love a must it. Must watch. It really is. Comedy heads out there. Must watch. Yeah, you little comedy nerd stuff. You like comedy? You better watch. Exactly. Exactly. Mm, Greta. I'm so excited to be on your podcast because, number one, I'm a huge fan. Greta. And number two, I just want to talk about something off the top. I mm. like that I'm now, like, taking over your podcast. It's okay. You met Dr. Silky Nutmeg Ganache. I did. I met the Reverend Dr. Silky Nutmeg Ganache. I met her at the Minneapolis airport. I love that. I walked off my plane. There she was standing next to a tower of snacks. She was like <laughs> shimmying her backpack off. And I walked up to her and I said, the Reverend Silky Dr. Nutmeg Ganache. And she just looked at me like I was crazy. Uh -huh. And I wanted to be like, how dare you? Yeah. Well, 100%. Don't look at me like I'm crazy. Yeah, no. You're a very big personality on the show. Your fans Yes. Might approach you like that because that's 100%. what they say. And I know she's, you know, a person with levels and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But uh, I, I also didn't know how to say, hello, I love you. We right. look almost identical. <laughs> uh, I, I like you. I think you're very funny. Uh, so then I was just like, you're very funny. Um, uh, you're great on the show. I think you're gorgeous. Uh and I was like, just wanted to say that. And she was like, you look familiar. And I said, yes, I'm a fun person. I'm an actress named Nicole. And she went, you're done. And I was like, yes, nailed it. And then we had a tee hee hee. And then she was like, I want to dress up in drag and like be you for for like the the intro of your show. And then be like, just kidding, it's not you. And I was like, that's very funny. That would be good. What an amazing reveal that talk would be. Talk to somebody. Oh, my about God. About doing that for an episode where she opens it. <laughs> and then she can sit at the desk for a little bit, and then I appear sometimes, and we just never address it. 
<laughs> I would love that. I have to talk to a producer about that. You need to be that. a judge on Drag Race. I already was. You were? Truly, I was. What, what season? I did All Stars Season 3, the Snatch Game episode. And look at me. Well, I didn't, uh, my comments didn't really make it in a whole bunch because All Stars really isn't about like helping or mm-hmm. critiquing. It's like, you're an all star, baby. You're wonder Like, there's right. like, Rue doesn't send anybody home. It's a very silly time. Right. But I truly was like, here's how you do the snatch game. It's not rocket science. No. Like, I think there's been three failed Beyonce's on it. And I'm like, guys, <laughs> you can do Beyonce. I mean, nothing was worse than Evie's failed Whoopi. That honestly shook me to my core. <laughs> I like Evie. I like all the girls this season. <laughs> Me too. I think they're great. I think it's a it's a fun season. But Evie, man. It I, was uh, really bad. It like, was kind of crazy. It was insane. She also didn't know she was on The View. I was like, how dare you? At least know where the person you're impersonating, where they're what they're doing today. And that's been, that's their main thing it's for a for very a long time. And if you're going to do Whoopi now and not do any of her iconic classic movies that made her a sellable black star internationally, mm-hmm. if you're not going to, you know, really mm-hmm. get into the legend yep. that she is, yep. you could pull from The View. Mm-hmm. Your panel is The View. Everybody yes. else is a person on The View. That's your game. Yes. And then she has a clothing line coming out where everything is a tent. That's uh, great. <laughs> Just keep putting on tents. I was shocked. I was like, she should have just done Hollywood Squares. Whoopi would have been better. Yes. Than that. It really bummed me out. It was really bad. And you better believe Brooklyn Heights is a... This is the second failed Celine. Uh, Milk did Celine in, uh, I think, All Star? Maybe it was her season? I don't remember, but... Celine, again, yes. not hard. Not hard. She Follow her Instagram. She's kind of a loony tune. She's, she's a nut. She's very she's funny. She's an absolute funny nut. She's very, very funny. I went and saw her live. How was the show in Vegas? Great. She's a, She is an impeccable voice. I'm sure. She does a tight, mm, a loose 10 minutes <laughs> in between each song. At one point, she was like, my husband, Rene, he used to say, I would sing him to sleep. And I would say, Rene, is that nice? And he would say, of course. <laughs> and I was like, this is bonkers. Do that. Yeah. Like, it's your Vegas show. Just sing Just, the whole time. Yes. It was very confusing as to what Brooklyn I Heights know. was doing. It's bad. I think they get self-conscious. I think that I they think get they really scared. Too. Because it's like, people that like don't, even though I do believe drag, there it, it is hand in hand with comedy, mm-hmm. like 100%. But I kind of feel like when people are doing impersonations and they're not used to doing that Mm -hmm. in that way, they become extremely self-conscious. Yeah. And then they get real uh, stuck on like, this has to be true to them. Right. Real to them. And it's like, no. 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 You're not them. Rachel Dratch's Barbara Walters is so far away from Barbara Walters. (laughs) But she did one thing. Barbara says like a couple letters weird. (laughs) <laughs> so Rachel really turned that up. That's an impression. Yeah, it is. That's, you take that and it's fun. And now when I think of Barbara Walters, I think of blah, 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 like, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh It's really funny. I mean, I could I talk about Rachel drag race. Drag forever. I know. I know. I'm now, because Matt Rogers has been living with me. Mm-hmm. It's just like all that I, all that we do is that. I mean, it's a good time. It I, is. It's an excellent show. It's very fun. Very campy. The fandom, a little intense. Crazy. Like, people get mad about things, and I'm like, guys, it's a TV show. Yeah, but, like, that's, fandom as a whole is psychotic. This is too much. I don't like it. I mean, you must have psycho fans. No. Yes. No. When you do, when you do me and Blair's show in LA, you have people that come there, they're like, wow, (laughs) going crazy. People like me in a way where they think... Because I talk so openly about my personal life. They're like, you're my friend. No, I hear you. And I I feel the same way with, mm-hmm. like, my my podcast that I had before and my podcast that I have now. Especially when you're podcasting like this and it's when you're speaking about, like, personal very, shit. And it's also, it's, like, personal shit. And then whoever's listening is usually doing, like, an intimate thing, like laundry. Or, right. like, they're, and I'm in your house doing laundry with or you. Or commuting. Or You're com- like yes. in someone's head mm-hmm. on the train or in their car or like whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I know. It's really interesting. Yeah. You run a very great show. Thank it's you. at Genghis Khan. Cohen. 
Did I say that right? <laughs> well, Genghis Khan was the terrible man, but it's like Genghis Cohen. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a Chinese food spot in LA. Yeah, yeah. And they've got pretty tasty food. Yeah. Uh, but you run a great room. Your audiences Thanks. are always really kind. I've worked out several bits there where I was like, if they work here, they'll work on the road because there's some rooms in LA where you're like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. You all are hipsters at the Virgil who don't want to laugh. Yeah. What a treat. Yeah, I'm happy I left my home for, for this. this. I know. That is the hard part about doing shows in LA. Mm-hmm. It's like I am driving my ass uh-huh. fucking 40 minutes to mm-hmm. come here for you to sit here with your arms crossed. Yes. Like, acting like you're not having a good time. Bitch, number one, this is free. Yes. Okay, this is when people complain about podcasts, too. I'm like, this is free. This is free you to you. You don't like it? Turn it off. Turn it. Do people complain about your uh, your podcast? No, no one complains about my podcast. But when I had Lady Levin, which we got some complaints. Oh, but we, have, uh, but that, but that's what happens when you have a bunch of listeners. Yeah, I get complaints sometimes that I'm too loud. <laughs> I get complaints like, let's see, someone once complained about my vocal fry, even though I feel like I don't really have vocal fry. To me, vocal mm-hmm. fry is like the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't feel like I'm really talking. Like this is vocal fry to me. Yes. And I feel like I don't really talk like this personally. I don't think you do either. Um, and then like Lady Levin was an amazing podcast because it was me and two other girls. And mm-hmm. we talked. It was truly all about emotions, like female mm-hmm. woman emotions. And we would have people that would just be like really sensitive that would just really listen to what we were saying mm-hmm. and take everything very seriously mm-hmm. and then be like, but I don't feel that way. And like, that's not how I feel. And it's like, okay, well. It's like, we can all feel different things. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah. Greta, you're in a loving relationship. I am. You live with your significant other. Mm-hmm. You're not married. Not yet. We are but you're engaged. engaged. Mm-hmm. How, and he's very handsome. Thank you. I mean, what a dang treat for you to wake up every morning, roll over and go, I get to fuck you repeatedly. Exactly. So, yes. how did this happen? Well. <laughs> what a way to phrase it. It happened. It happened because, number one, I think I was, like, in a place where I wanted it to happen in mm-hmm. a way. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if that uh, yes, makes sense. I'm perpetually in a place where I want it to happen. <laughs> it's where I live. Okay. I understand. It happened unexpectedly. I was not expecting. Okay. I had just broken up with a boyfriend that okay. I was dating for two years before. Oh. I mean, literally just broken up. Like, not even... When I met Abe, I it was like as me and this guy were breaking mm-hmm. up. And I met him and... We met because our sisters went to college together. Okay. And I had, he works at Netflix. Netflix, a very small streaming company. Yes. You might hear about it sometime soon. It's very when boutique. it like it's, premieres or whatever. Yeah. It's a really small streaming service and it's honestly embarrassing that he works there. It's, I know. It's so sad. <laughs> yeah. I don't even like to mention it. So sad. Um, but I, I had meetings at Netflix and my and I happened to see his sister because I was living in New York at the time. I happened mm-hmm. to see his sister the week before coming here. Long story short, she was like, you should be my brother to just like be friends. And I was like, cool. And then I met him and I don't know. I just. You like, said I want to be more than friends. Yes. And I, I met him and I was just like. I don't know. I was so attracted to just like talking to him and hanging out with him. And then nothing happened between mm-hmm. us. We just, like, continued to talk. And then... How long were you friends before you fucked? Um, <laughs> we were friends before we fucked for, like, I want to say a month. Oh. But we would have probably fucked sooner had I not lived in New York. Mm. You know what I mean? Yes. Distance will make it hard to fuck. Yes. And I don't know. Some people are like, don't fuck on the first date. Don't like, if you want something serious, don't fuck mm-hmm. on the first date. I've never been in that camp. I think like if you're feeling like you want to fuck on the first date, if the vibe is there, mm-hmm. like go for it. I don't necessarily know if that means that 
you're not going to have a serious relationship with someone. I agree with you. And I think it comes from people being like, he'll never respect you if you gave it up so early. And it's like, well, do you want to be with someone who's not going to ever, like, who's not going to respect you? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if you made a choice and he doesn't respect you for it, then that's not the person you need to be with. Also, if the man, I agree with that completely. And also, if, like, the man is then going to judge you by being, yeah, like. Yeah, and he was doing the same thing. Yeah, I'm I'm so fucking over that narrative. Guys being like, oh, but they fucked me on the first date. It's like, you fucked you them fucked on them. the first yeah. date. We live in a world where there's just so many double standards. Men can do no wrong, and women are trash heaps. It's, but it's it's crazy how it's still that way. Mm-hmm. Like, women still get so shamed if—and I don't know, all the time. I hear girls talk about, like, going on dates and guys being, like, fucking grossed out if they suck their dick, but then upset mm-hmm. if they don't. It's, mm-hmm. like, it's bullshit. Ugh, I would love to suck someone's dick and have them go, yuck, yuck, you're a slut. <laughs> but, but, like, that, but then and that's bat how my head guys, away. Yeah, like, no, 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 <laughs> no, you get no, out of no, there. No, I hate it. <laughs> you get out of there. But I don't know, yeah, we d- we had sex, yeah, like a month after we met, and okay. then we just, like, very quickly fell in love, and I moved in with him, like, four months later. Whoa! And then we got engaged, like, a year and a half later. So you've been together for almost two years? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, wow. Hmm. And I was a person, I was on some, like, I'm never getting married, Mm -hmm. marriage is whack, my parents got a really bad divorce, you know, I really was like, I'm never getting married. I don't believe in monogamy, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. And now I'm just like. Now you're like a one dick lady. Now I'm just a one dick gal. I mean, things happen. Things change. There's ebbs and flows to life. Yeah. Um, I met a man recently in a shoe. <laughs> yes. What a dumb <laughs> sentence. But since I met him in a shoe, I was like. I want to tell my grandkids that I met Grandpa in a shoe. What do you mean you met him in a shoe? I know. I'll explain. <laughs> I'm like, what? Were you Imagine in a literal giant shoe? Ever explain it? And I'm just like, you know. And I'm supposed to act because, like, I would be sitting here being like, yeah, totally. Like, yeah. I love this shoe. I met a man in Tom's yesterday. <laughs> so I was in Vegas doing this very fun thing called Very Fun but Very Serious Drag Weekend. My friend, Langan's friend from high school, Daniel, puts it together. And it's like 30 people who don't do drag get on a bus, drive down to Vegas. We drink on the way down. Uh, We take an hour to get into drag. And then we walk around downtown Vegas, have a little nasty dinner, and then do a drag show. Uh That's like pretty bad. And like since nobody looks great, no one's lip syncing great, no one can really dance or sing. But like every year there's someone who's not a part of it who's like, man, this is one of the best shows I've ever seen. I'm like, you live in Vegas. This is one of the best shows I've ever Celine Dion is like a it's skip like, away. Truly, like a stone's throw. Like, just go on the strip. You can see something better on the street. Anyway, it's so much fun. So we went to the Cosmopolitan because my Langan sister uh, wanted to see the chandeliers. Mm-hmm. So we go, and at the Cosmopolitan, they have these giant shoes that you can get in. <laughs> So I was like, what, like a stiletto, like a, a pump, sneaker, a pump, two pumps. I love one that. with a platform and one is like a pointy toe red stiletto. OK. And I was in the pointy toed red stiletto and uh, I was like taking pictures. And then this very attractive man who was English came up and we like took a picture together. And then he got in the shoe and then I was like, you know, rubbing my little butt on him because mm-hmm. I'm nasty. Mm-hmm. So You're a nasty bitch, and that is what everyone says about just you. Just a nasty gal. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. No, wait, I think it's still a website. It is still a website. But it got bought, and they don't have the same thing. They don't have the same things. It did get bought. It did, like, go into bankruptcy, maybe? Yes. I don't know. She filed, I believe, for bankruptcy the day Girl Boss premiered on Netflix, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> funny, but also so sad. And Girl Boss also got canceled after, like, one season. It did. It did. Uh, I feel for her. But truly, like, how ironic. Yes. You know? I know. But uh, so I posted a picture of this man on Instagram and Twitter mm-hmm. to be like, Internet, find him for me. Internet, do your and thing. And they did. And they did. Uh, turns out. Isn't that fucking crazy? It's bananas. That. Who was the person that in found less, him? In less than 24 hours. Two people on Twitter were like, I have his, his information. I know if he's got a girlfriend or not. DM me. And I was like, less than 24 hours. How do crimes go unsolved? I mean, yeah, that first I met of all- a man in a shoe. 
I said, find this man I met in the shoe. Less than 24 hours later, somebody found the man in the shoe. It's nuts. Nobody should be getting away with crimes, okay? No. That's no. crazy. It is crazy. It's crazy. The I just, internet was your detective. kind of blurry picture that I zoomed in on, and the internet said, we got you, bitch. So then his girlfriend DM'd me. Oh, no. And was like... Uh, he's my boyfriend. Damn, you're thirsty. <gasps> and I was like, dehydrated. Very thirsty. <laughs> Good to know. Uh, truly, very silly. We were just having fun. She responded, he's fucked. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. No, no, he doesn't need to be fucked because... Nothing happened. Nothing happened. It was truly, like, I'm a comedian. It was a very silly, fun time. We talked for literally 30 seconds. And then she went, nah, he's fucked. And then... She was like, thanks for updating the caption because I updated it to be like, he has a lovely girlfriend. Uh-huh. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Search closed. Yeah. <laughs> End it. Thank you. Uh, bye-bye. We can confirm he is fully <laughs> taken. But yeah, she was not happy with him. But he didn't even do anything. He just posed in photos with you. Yeah, that's it. That's crazy. But then I was like, but oh, like, I guess what happens in Vegas should stay in Vegas. But then you should have circled back. You should have been like, let me know if you do dump him, though. Yeah. <laughs> let me know if the relationship does end. Oh, I'm sure that would make her even angrier. <laughs> but I was like, okay, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, but like not this. I have to shoot my shot because if I marry a man I met in a shoe, how yeah. ungame would that be for me? It would be crazy. It would be wonderful. I would love that. Oh. But wait, you're on all the apps. Every single one. You're on the Raya. You're on the Hinge. Yes. You're on the Bumble. Yes. You're on the Bagel Meets Coffee. Even though I hate it. You're. <laughs> it's you're on, the are you on like one. Match and shit like that? I'm not on Match, and I'm not on eHarmony because years ago they rejected me. Are you serious? Yeah, it's part of the two percent of unmatchable people. And I've said this on prior podcasts. More people are coming out of the woodwork to be like, hey, me too. That's okay, but that's fucking crazy. It's very mean. It's because is, it, would, is that the Christian one? It is the Christian one. You have to fill out like a hundred page survey. It's so long, like a questionnaire or whatever. I realized that they were asking the same question just in different iterations. So I would give different answers. Mm-hmm. And I think they were like, sociopath. <laughs> she mm. is crazy. So, so she's unmatchable. She's unmatchable. The sick woman can't have love. <laughs> How do you feel about Tinder? Tinder seems to be a place to fuck. Okay, my cousin married her incredible husband from Tinder. How long ago did they meet? Like They got married last summer. They probably met on Tinder maybe three years ago. Yes, I think I missed the boat on meeting a quality person on Tinder. Now it's just fuck sight. It's just fuck city. It's like grinder for straights. Yes, but also no, because on Grinder people don't play games. It's right. like you get it's a dick pic like, and they're like, You ready? I'm yep, a foot away. That's true. And I love that. I love that too. I would love Grinder for straights. Yeah, what why don't we have do you think it's like too do you think people feel like it's too like predatory? No, I think uh men don't think women are down to fuck and never see you again. Which I Literally fully am. All that I did <laughs> for a very long time. You know, I mean, right now I am so fucking horned up. <laughs> when was the last time you had sex? Oh, forever ago, last year. We need to fix this problem. I know. I tried to do it in Austin. I talked about it on a different podcast episode. This man during my set, he said he threatened to fuck me, and I said, Great, I want it. And, and then, then he disappeared into the night. Colin. And then uh, I never got to fuck him, and I followed up. I found his number. I did the work. I did the fucking legwork, and it didn't happen. And I don't know uh, what to do anymore. Do you think you would use a casual sex app? Absolutely. Just, like, holler at me with the dick and just, like, yeah, come like, through, let me come lay over, it down. Let me fuck you. Yeah. I will leave almost before you're done. Yes. Like, I I will don't. maybe watch you come, <laughs> but... I will leave. Yeah, I want to come first, and then I want to leave. Just, yeah, right now, I'm just very horny, and it's a lot of me masturbating furiously. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The other day, I masturbated so hard that I started having muscle spasms in my arm, (laughs) and I could see the muscle jumping in my arm, and I was like, I did this because I... Was just <laughs> masturbating so masturbating much. so hard with my little G spot vibrator. Oh, I used to masturbate so hard. I started masturbating when I was in like the fourth grade. Oh, which me and Blair talk about this like early Blair masturbation. Blair Sochi, a very funny person. Yes, she's the best. But oh wait, 
We have to take a break. Okay. Spring is the best time to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards whatever you're looking for. Okay, Peloton can accommodate your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Even if you only have five minutes, there's a class to get your body moving, and I have to stress how important that is. Five minutes is better than no minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and mood. Move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. So you can just jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day because that's what it is, a journey. And listen, Peloton has everything you need to get to where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, uh, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton is something for you. Ooh, the Peloton classes I like to do are strength training. I also like the yoga because um, I'm always trying to get more flexible um, because I love doing splits because I'm slutty. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talk to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to uh, Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions, and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> Without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. When it comes to scents, you should pick ones that smell like, well, you. Target gets it which is why they offer a range of personal care products with fragrances for everyone. Be true to floral you with Dove Peony and Rose Body Wash. Live your fresh life with Degree Ultra Clear Deodorant. Express your decadent side with Love Beauty and Planet Coconut Shampoo. This spring, choose care that brings you joy beyond labels. Pick up new favorites at a Target near you or online at Target.com. And we're back! I love that. Yes. I love being back. Yes. Okay, but so I you started masturbating it. very young. Yes. And my first time masturbating was with the faucet of the tub. Ah. Yeah, a classic, you know, at home mm-hmm. sort of situation. I if can't you will. do it. Why? 
because well now I don't do it anymore because <laughs> we're too gr- we're too like large. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Well, I discovered it. I discovered that people were doing this when I was like a full size person. Ah. so like scooting my butt to the. <laughs> the tub to get under the faucet I would just laugh too hard yeah and I couldn't ever like get back to being sexy with it no it's silly it's like the same way I feel about role play Mm -hmm. I would just be laughing the entire time or like a sex swing I'd be laughing the whole time a sex swing I think I could do yeah I've never imagine Imagine yourself getting fucked in a swing. That's just what I want you to think, think about. I think I could. Seriously. If it was like, if there was like a whole dungeon set up. Okay, yeah. But like just a random sex swing that like, like doubles the, as a hammock. Like, no, thank you. Or like the kind that you set up in your house that has like, you know, that they have, they set it up like yes. over the bed and they yes. have a whole kind of rig. It's like scaffolding. Yeah, I think I. I don't think I want that in my room no. per se. Like I think I would like a like a sex dungeon, like Fifty Shades of Grey. They got the little key, they unlock Love it, they that. go in. She's very like, luxe. oh wow, it's very yeah. luxe. That's down what there. I, I would like. Someone with a lot of money to have a sex dungeon. Mm-hmm. You could fucking paddle me all you want, mm-hmm. hurt me, mm-hmm. <laughs> tie you down, tie me down, fuck me hard, fuck me till my pussy bursts apart. Let's. Get this done. Let's find this person. I mean, it's been an uphill battle. I Dating in L.A., I will say, is impossible. That's what it feels I mean, like. But you found someone while you were in New York and they were here. So it seems like it's possible for you. No, it is possible. But it's like L.A. is everyone's so alone in L.A. You know what I mean? You're in mm-hmm. a car. You're at your job. You're doing whatever you're doing, and there's not that much interaction outside of that. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, very challenging, I find, to meet people in the field. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, in New York, you have a much higher probability of stumbling into a bar after yes. work and then going here and going there, even being on a train and mm-hmm. making eye contact with someone. I don't know. Shit's weird. I mean, it's really upsetting. I'm on Bumble. Right now? Yes. Who's texting? Well, I run my sister's accounts for her. Really? Yeah. Um, because she hates using dating apps online. I mean, it sucks. I messaged this man. Okay. I said, hi, hello, quick question. If you were only allowed to eat potatoes for the rest of your life prepared one way, how would you eat them? I know it's a wild question, but there's so much you could do with a potato, you know? Then he said, attractive question. I'm going to go with raw. How about you? What? Okay, I lied. How about hash browns? I'll go hash browns. So then I said, okay, frozen or fresh? McDonald's are like, you gonna make them yourself? I need more info. Then he said, fresh, always. I was, I'm gonna say curly fries are the way to go if I'm eating out though. How do you like your baked potato? I said to him, I said, one way, so you can't have curly fries when you go out. You're stuck with hashies. Also, who said I like baked potatoes? I'm a mashed potato loving bitch. Yes. Then I said, because I was like, he might think yes. I'm crazy. I was like, this has been a great icebreaker, right? He said, one of the best ones I've ever had. And I'll never assume that you're not a mashed potato lover again. My apologies. So I said, what's your deal? Then he said, I have so many ways to answer that. Let's grab a tamale when you're free and I can try to explain myself. I said, great. When are you free? He said, next evening, bloopity blop. We went back and forth. And then he was like, want to exchange numbers and work this debacle out? I said, yes. That was April 15th. Okay. And? It is now uh, not April. And he never texted you. He never texted me. Okay, see, this... Is wrong. This is when we as people should be able to write a ticket for someone and yes. find them and then have them pay you. Yes. I give you my number. Yes. I give you my personal contact. Yes. And you are not using that? Are you out of your fucking mind? <sighs> I think it is so rude. And this has yes. happened to me a lot in my past. We are at the point where I'm giving you my number. I don't want to give you my fucking number if you're not no. going to use it. No. What's the point of that? I don't want my number floating around the bumbles. No. Also, I don't want to be your friend. No. I hate it when people then, I'm not here to be your friend. I have friends. I don't want another friend. No. Don't talk to me like a friend. That's bullshit. You know what you should do? You should write back to him if you wanted to see this guy. Okay. Which he, I don't know. But I would just be like, it's really rude. <laughs> I was always that bitch. I was like, it's so rude to ask for my number and not use it. Uh, maybe I'll text him back and be like, your phone broken? Yeah, just like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, I was like, I thought we had a good, you know, combo. Very silly. Very yeah, much like, very this fun. is my personality. And he seemed into it. And then, nothing. Guys suck. 
They really do suck and it but <laughs> it's just like what is so hard if you're making plans with me on this I swear it's like when you switch from the app to the text, mm-hmm. something like a wall gets broken mm-hmm. and something becomes real or something like that. I think so. And whenever anyone's like, do you want to like get off the app? I'm like, yes. Yes, of I course. do. It's like the first step into like, are we a thing? Right. And then it's- you go out and then you're like, I hate you. But <laughs> so this wasn't a thing. <laughs> A lot of people get upset when they go on a date with someone that they met on an app, and then they find out that they're still on the app. Oh, what? Yeah, I know a lot of people that I've heard be like, we went on a few dates, and I found out he was, like, still on the app. And it's like, well, I kind of feel like unless you are sort of officially seeing someone in some capacity— they can kind of stay on the app. You can fuck whoever you want until we have a conversation that right. we're not going to fuck anybody else. Right. Like, uh, I ran into, I had a date with this dude. I've mentioned it before on the pod. I had a date with this dude on, like, a Tuesday. And then on a Wednesday, I saw him literally out on a date with somebody else. And in the moment, I was like, wow, I think I want to die. <laughs> and then Did you I, say hi? <laughs> no. Uh no, I didn't know how. I know, I know, I know. And then the girl he was with kept staring at me, and I didn't know this because they were sitting literally directly behind me. Where were you? Jay's bar. It was a very crowded uh, bar with a ton of people in it. And then I asked him about it. So, like, okay, so I texted him the next day and was like, I didn't say hi because I figured it would be weird. And he was like, okay. And I was like, also, like, no hard feelings. Right. It's fine. We're all out here, you know, trying to yeah, <laughs> get our yeah. dicks wet. Uh, he was like, okay, cool. I didn't really know how to, like, approach it. Thanks for, like, saying something first. You beat me to it. But also, like, sorry. And I was like, oh, he apologized. Also, like, I don't really care if he apologized. Like, I don't care. Right. Because I gave my number to the Lyft driver that he paid for for me to go home from his house. <laughs> so, like, My truly, cousin was fucking a Lyft driver for a really? while. Yep. Like, after she, we were out and she got into the Lyft and then was like, yeah, the Lyft driver ended up, like, coming up and we like got high and then like ended up making out and then they were like fucking for a bit see that all that didn't happen uh because i don't know why but i was like take my number then we were like texting for a while and then i went and saw him dj which is like an awful sentence (laughs) to ever have to say out loud um i one time fucked a dj his name was dj zacky i'm not kidding you how many djs have you fucked i fucked two now (laughs) i have fucked i have fucked slash dated Fucked, fucked five, dated two. Oh, wow. Truly, you've beat me it's and you have dark. a high tolerance. It's dark. I once fucked this this guy who was like, yeah, I'm a DJ in Pasadena. And I said, that's not a sentence I've ever heard. Mm-mm. And then he went, what do you mean? I was like, oh, I don't know how to break this down. Who's who's partying in Pasadena like that? <laughs> let's, where, let's, wait, so where did you where? go and see him DJ? In Chinatown. And how was it? I left before his set because I was like, I'm not going to sit and watch you DJ. No. So we met like an hour and a half before his DJing set, got drinks, made out a little bit, smoked some of his weed, which he was like a stoner and like grew it. And I have got to stop smoking people's good weed mm-hmm. because I like mm-hmm. shitty mm-hmm. weed. Mm-hmm. And... I don't like, I can't, I actually cannot smoke, n- like, nice weed. Me either. I grew me, up smoking swag. Me and too. I, and that's why I don't smoke weed anymore. It gets me too fucked up. I really love shitty, because I like smoking a blunt mm-hmm. and or a full joint and mm-hmm. not being comatose. Yeah. So, like, I like smoking stupid, nasty little shit, but I also really like a little vape pen. Mm-hmm. And then I love an edible. I love an edible too. I love, like, a little 10 milli. I like a little gummy bear, and I I can't do 10 milligrams of that shit. I'm like a 5 milligram person because I'm so sensitive to weed. Like, I went through a phase. You know, those espresso, those dark chocolate espresso Yes, they also come in like blueberries, the Kivas. Yes, first of all, I love Kiva. That brand's great. Mm -hmm. But I went through a time where I was just like eating these espresso beans, Mm -hmm. and the last time I ate them, I had like— two or three mm-hmm. and I was at a Benihana in mm-hmm. Midtown in New York and I was laughing mm-hmm. so you know when you laugh so hard you start to hyperventilate mm-hmm. I couldn't look at anyone <laughs> I was at the hibachi table with I could not look at the chef mm-hmm. I was I was beyond dying laughing I had to go into the bathroom mm-hmm. and like calm myself down there was a 
70-year-old woman that was the bathroom attendant who was uh-huh. looking at me like I was fully insane. And she kept on telling me to put water on my face. And it was just so bad. I had to excuse myself from Benihana. That was the last time I That's ate very funny. a mass I, amount of weed, which was very fun. I live like that not being high. <laughs> like sometimes I think my brain is just like not wired for anything but amphetamines. <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> but uh Sashir and I were in Austin over the weekend, and she decided she's going to learn how to swim this summer. So I was like, cool, I'm going to call you Swim Sheer. Very funny. You put that on Instagram. Yeah, very funny. (laughs) And then we were walking back to the hotel, and I was like, wait a minute. She has a lot of chairs in her apartment. I was like, you love to sit. I'll call you Sit Sheer. And it's not funny. But I laughed so, like I stopped walking. (laughs) You laughed so hard. Bent over. And laughed so hard that I thought I shit myself. I love that. And then couldn't stop laughing. Because then you thought you shit yourself, which is even funnier. And then, so she started laughing. And then every time she would stop laughing, I'd be like, no. And then I would start (laughs) laughing. And then I would stop and she'd be like, no. For blocks. (laughs) And then I was like, oh, everyone must always think I'm stumped. People ask me all the time. They're like, "When when you shoot nailed it, on a scale of one to 10, how high are you? And I'm like, oh, that's that's my baseline. <laughs> that is so funny. That's, uh, my baseline is pretty pretty wacky. But also, nailed it is such a wacky show. It is very wacky. I die laughing at some of that shit. Thank you. It's a real. Uh, it's interesting because uh, there are parameters. Like I have to explain the challenges, right? But other than that, they let me say basically whatever, whatever I you want. want. <laughs> yeah. Well, some of the shit that those people make is mm. so. Bad. Oh, it's a real... And crazy. Wait, can you smoke weed, though, with strangers on dates? It depends. I don't really love to smoke weed with strangers on dates and then, like, be out in the world and try to get to know them. No. Because sometimes people get weird. Yes. And then I don't want to have to be, like, policing your weird. Right. And I don't want to have to worry about me being weird. Also... If I smoke weed, sometimes I, I get a little loose-slipped about the industry and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then I don't know who you know. Right. I don't know who you're going to tell shit to. So then you become paranoid afterwards. Not even paranoid. Yeah, afterwards. afterwards. Like, after it's all done, it's like, oh, shit. I said X, Y, and Z, and maybe I shouldn't have. Right. So I tend to really only, I don't really like to, and then people get weird with me, and I don't want to deal with it while I'm high. No. So I like to only really smoke at home. Or with people I know. Right. But I do miss high school where we would like I know. smoke weed in the car. Like get your, like hot box the fuck out yeah, of the car. Yeah, and then drive to Chili's, tell uh-huh. them it's our birthday. So yep. we get a free dessert. We would do that. At, and like, just giggle. And we would do that. We would go to Beach Week. I grew up mm-hmm. in D.C. And like we would go to like Rehoboth and these mm-hmm. places and go to Hooters and say it was your birthday. Mm-hmm. And then they do like the salt and pepper shakers. You know what I'm talking about? No. Uh, well, I nodded yes like I did, but I don't. Basically, a Hooters girl stands on a table. She'll sing happy birthday to you the whole time, just shaking salt and pepper over her shoulders. It's so weird, and I don't know why they do that. The last time I went to Hooters was during this very fun, very drag weekend in Vegas. We ate at a Hooters two years ago, or three years ago, and we all gave them our orders. And then I was like, where's my salad? And one of the girls goes, um, I put it down on the table over there. And I was like... Why didn't you bring it to me? And she was like, I don't know. And <laughs> nobody got any of the food they ordered. Wait, what? Did she just like put it on another table? Yes, they kept just just bringing out food and just placing it where they thought it should go. That is so. And I was like, bizarre. also, I'm the fattest one here. Why don't you just give me the salad? Like you could you could fat shame me. Like I ordered it and I wanted it. The last time I was at a Hooters was at a Hooters next to. Flappers in Burbank, in Burbank, and I was there with Joel and Megan Gailey, and Ugh. we had been day drinking all mm. day. And I had a spot or something, and we decided to go to Hooters before. And I just remember eating so many fried pickles. Uh huh. They were so hot. And yes. Good. Sometimes food gets to you, and you're like, too hot. It's way too Why hot. Why would you serve this to me? It burns your fucking tongue off. And then when it gets to you too cold, you're like, why? Well, what's worse? I think too cold is worse than too hot. Too cold is worse, but you can eat it fast. <laughs> yeah, but too hot. 
too hot. I'm going to burn my mouth because I, I want to get into it. I want to eat it. I know. And then you need to wait and then your friends are done. And then mm-hmm. by the time you can eat it, it's like too late. Yeah. In Austin, Sashir and I went to this restaurant where they were like, you have to sit at the bar. We're like, fine. And then the bar was sticky. And I was like, can you wipe this down? And he said, sure. And the rag he used stunk. Stop. So Stop. bad. That's fucking we disgusting. We should have left, but we stayed. <laughs> and then her mashed potatoes were like ice cold. So then we were like, can she have new mashed potatoes? And the guy was like, oh, actually, that's the last of our mashed potatoes. And I was like, so you didn't heat them up? Yeah, what? Don't you have a microwave back there? Yeah. What the fuck? Pop it in the fucking wave, babe. <laughs> people don't know what to do. People Sometimes don't know what to do. Sometimes you go to these restaurants and people don't know what to do. And then you say, I ordered mashed potatoes. Why are you giving me these cold? Uh-huh. No one wants to eat a cold mashed potato. Not one person. It would be terrible. It's not for me at all. You know what I like to do? Take mashed potatoes, even though I can't eat butter anymore. Why? Because I'm severely lactose intolerant. It sucks. Oh. Um, I didn't find out till I was like 20 when I've— for the first 20 years of my life, I was literally just, like, shitting my pants every single oh, no. day. I used to get very high, come home from school, mm-hmm. and eat, like, a block of cheese and crackers. Oh. That was my favorite thing to do. I would eat a lot of mashed potatoes after school. Oh, here's a fun thing I did in Vegas. What? I don't know why mashed potatoes reminded me of this. But, okay, so I was in Vegas, and I was pretty drunk. Mm-hmm. And there was this woman who had just gotten married, and she looked so pretty. So I walked just over got married to her. At, like the chapel in Vegas. I assume yes, in the mm-hmm. Cosmopolitan. Mm-hmm. This is after I met the man in the shoe. So then <laughs> I walked up to her. She didn't want it. This was unsolicited. Mm-hmm. I said hi, hello. She was like hi. I said you look so beautiful. Congratulations on your wedding. And she was like thank you so much. And I said is this your husband? And it was a guy next to her in a tuxedo. She was like oh no, that's my friend. My husband's over there. And then there was this like scraggly haired man who was not as pretty as her. And he, like, was off in the distance, not with the wedding party, looking what? pretty angry. And then she was like, hey, whatever, come over here. This lady wants to wish us, like, you know, congratulations. So then he, like, stomps over. And then I was like, congratulations. You know what you got to do tonight? And he's like, what? And I was like, eat her out good. And he's like, I already do that. <laughs> and he, like, <laughs> stomped away. And I was like, oh, I know what I said was, like, kind of vulgar, but I don't think it Warned to that response. No, and also you're getting married in, yes, Vegas. in Vegas. So then I turned to her and I said, if he's not nicer to you in a year, divorce him. Nobody will be mad at you. Yeah, no. And then her bridesmaids nodded very emphatically. And I was like, ooh, I really read that man well. He yes, bad. Yes. So, homegirl, if you remember me and you listen to my podcast, I stand by it. In a year, if he's not more fun and nice, yeah. get rid of his ass. Also, you're a babe and he like was not. That And you know what? That happens. And that is the truth. Mm-hmm. A lot of people settle in these shitty, shitty, they shitty do. relationships. They do. Because people are scared of being alone. And you know what I mm-hmm. have to say? Better to be alone than to be with some other fucker that treats you like shit. I Especially agree. if they're about to pull up to your wedding. Right. Looking like a wet rat. Looking like a piece of shit. Acting like a piece of shit. Have you ever thought about your wedding? Um, yes. Do All you know what you'd want it to be? Uh, yes. I don't know where the venue would be. But I assume in L.A. somewhere, I would like all of my bridesmaids in some sort of purple. Mm-hmm. Like a periwinkle or like a like royal a, purple? I think either royal purple or lilac. I'm not letting them pick out their own dresses. Okay, that's nice. I am picking out a very ugly dress for I them. I love that. Like very puffy, mm-hmm. very ugly, something they'll never wear again. With like glitter and rhinestones on it, like just. See, you're actually gross. describing a dress. I can't talk. You're describing a dress that I would love. Uh, probably a rhinestone, poofy yeah. purple dress, like kind of like eighties, but like that. not quite. And then all of my um, bridesmen mm-hmm. have to be in drag, otherwise mm-hmm. they can't be in my wedding. And I love that. <laughs> and then my husband's people can wear normal things if they want. Mm-hmm. Uh. Uh, but like also maybe like an eggplant uh, like nice. color or something. I don't know. Or like navy blue. Or, I love navy blue. Right. Like I don't want it to be black. Maybe no. khaki. I don't or like gray. Um, but I like want drag queens at my wedding just so like my in-laws understand what they've gotten into. What they've uh, brought into their lives. Uh-huh. Someone who is fun. Uh, gender and, you know, sexuality inclusive. 
but also a real fun time. Yes, the most fun. That's all that I care about for my wedding is like having a huge party. Yeah, and then I really don't want the ceremony to be anything but me walking down the aisle, Mm -hmm. my sister giving me away, the minister being like, is is everybody cool? Mm -hmm. And then everyone's like, cool. Mm -hmm. And then... We exchange rings and then fucking kiss and then we fucking drink until we die. And I love that. Do you know what dress you want to wear? Something really slutty. Like Mm -hmm. I want titties out, Mm -hmm. my legs out, my arms out, Mm -hmm. uh, maybe white, also Mm -hmm. maybe lilac, lots of glitter. I would like lilac hair. You know what else I like? I love a soft yellow as a bridal Mm. look. I don't think soft yellow, like pale yellow works on me. It'd have to be like a... Richer like yellow. A, maybe a gold. Like a canary. A golden canary, if mm-hmm. you will. Um, I want to wear big old heels, even mm-hmm. though I can't walk in them. <laughs> uh, I just like want to look stupid. I love that. I think you should. And the wedding, it would be for my partner's family, not for me. Yeah. But also... A party? Yeah, a party. A party where I get to wear a dumb dress? Yes, exactly. I just want a party where I can just dress up and do whatever I want. Do you have your wedding dress planned out? I potentially do, yes. I can show you a picture. I can't wait to see it. I, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Um, how many boyfriends have you had? I've had... Mm. Boop, 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 I've had boop. one... Oh, wait, I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to include high school, even Why? though I... You had boyfriends in high school? I did. I'll include them in this list what a treat. if you want. No, my second boyfriend in high school was a piece of shit. Why? What happened? Ugh, it was bad. He you was don't like, have to get into no, it. No, it's fine. He was he was my best friend. Mm-hmm. And then and then basically, like when we first started hooking up, I had also hooked up with my ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. My ex-boyfriend was a senior when I was a junior. Okay. And he went off to college. Mm-hmm. And Bye-bye. now I was a senior and yes. now I'm like hooking up with my best friend. Hi, hi. So when my ex-boyfriend came back in town for like fall break or something, which mm-hmm. by the way, remember like fall break in college? Only a month had passed. It was mm-hmm. like, <laughs> it was like only a month and uh-huh. a half had passed. And everyone's like, I've changed so much. And yes. like, you don't understand me. And it's you like, you don't know me anymore. It's like, I saw you at the end of August and I'm seeing you on October 4th. <laughs> like, I don't really know. But so that happened. I, I like hooked up with my ex boyfriend. Then months and months and months and months and months pass. Mm-hmm. I am fully in love with my ex boyfriend my senior year of high school. Okay. And then um, it is. A week before prom, it's in June, and I'm at orientation for college. My mm-hmm. orientation was super early, and while I'm there, I get a call from him, and he's just, like, drunk, and he's like, did you cheat on me? And I was like, what? And I was truly like, no. But didn't, didn't. you kind of? But then I did kind of, but it happened so long ago oh. that in my head I was like, what? And then I realized, like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess I did kind of cheat on you. Uh, so you said he was bad. Yes. And now you've explained that you cheated on him. No, but I'll tell you how he was bad. Okay. So then we, um, basically he told me that he was down to keep dating me in private. No oh. one else could know. He would what? tell all of our friends that he broke up with me, all of this shit. He basically turned like everyone in my grade against me. Mm-hmm. So then when I would be out anywhere, people were so fucking nasty to me, like beyond, beyond, beyond. I mean, his cousin screamed whore at me when I got my diploma in my oh, hand at my high no! school graduation. Yeah, it was like so crazy and bad. Was it on video? No, I don't think it is. On, probably is on someone's video somewhere. But like <laughs> my my parents weren't like video people. My parents Ugh. like it was it was psycho. And then it was just a lot of him, like, you know what it should have been? I should have been, like, strong enough to have been, like, and let's end the relationship yeah. if you're going to treat me like mm-hmm. this. Um, and he should have either made the choice to not treat me like a piece of shit if he was going to mm-hmm. stay in the relationship with me. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Both of us were in the wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, that relationship really fucked me up for a really long time. I'm sorry. So much so that, like, three or four years ago, I actually emailed him. And I was like, hey, I—because we had never been cool after uh-huh. that. And I emailed him, and I was like, hey, like, I think about this 
often mm-hmm. and like I need to put this to bed for myself. What did he say? He never wrote me back. But I will say sending that email like set me free. It was cathartic. Yes. And was like it it really helped me just like get over it. And I know it sounds dumb because it's like high school, but mm-hmm. that trauma No, it's yeah, that's a shitty thing to happen and then shitty things stay with you. And I, I don't blame him. Like, I don't think he's a bad person now. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I don't know him. We haven't been in each other's lives in over a decade. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think he is a bad person. I think that also when you're like a teenager, the way that you feel love when you're a teenager in high school is like not the way that you feel love when you grow when you are an adult, in my eyes. I don't know. I feel like, I mean, I don't. I agree with you, but I feel like since I've never been in love and I've never been in a real relationship, that my first relationship will be, you know, like when someone comes out of the closet and then they're like a baby gay and they're like essentially like going through like kind of like not puberty, but like the first pangs of like, this is I this is my feelings and I don't really know how to act. I feel like that's going to be me in my first relationship. But then it's like I'm in my 30s. I should have it not figured out. But no, I think that I think that when you are in a relationship or when you are feeling feelings of love in a relationship in mm-hmm. high school, your life is in such a different place. Like, you're not living on your own. Mm-hmm. You're not really, like, a fully developed person. Yeah. And your commitments are, like, going to school mm-hmm. and getting your work done and, like, hanging out with friends. Mm, that and was my commitment. <laughs> I you know? didn't do any work in school. Oh, me either. I was a I trash I barely student. fucking went. I, my GPA graduating was... Horrific. I don't even know how I would find out what my GPA was. <laughs> I didn't even know we got GPAs. Yeah, mine was so bad. And I went to like a psycho competitive academic school. Oh. I went to the University of Arizona for my freshman year of college. Oh. And my school was like, and the first person in the history of our high school to go to the University of Arizona is Greta. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, how many boyfriends have I had? One, two, three, four, five, six. I've had seven. Okay. Including my fiance. Okay. That's a yeah. good amount. Yeah. Um, I've had none. I have almost I almost had one, but I've had none. Have you had like consistent hookups? Yes. I've had consistent hookups with I think. Three people? Mm-hmm. Where it's like gone or on two for like people? months. Yeah, one was like a couple months and then one was like on and off for three years. That's the fucking worst. So he was, he was no bueno. He was so no. bad. Bad, bad, bad. Yeah, he was. Uh, on and off for three years and he never like fully committed at any point. No, and I asked him to and he was like, okay. And then after he said okay, he moved in with a woman, and then like a couple months later, moved back to his hometown and didn't tell me any of this, and then was like, I'm coming back to LA, can I sleep on your couch? And I finally was like, no, no, you can't do this. You can't treat me like oh, shit anymore. Oh, God, bye. This is ta- Literally delete my number from your phone. Yes, uh, and like getting over that was very hard, and it took a lot of therapy. Well, that's very emotionally manipulative. Yeah, he was terrible. He would be like, I love you, and I'd be like, does he actually love me, or does he, like, want something? And it would always be like he wanted something. How did you meet this guy? Oh, you better believe doing improv. Oh, my God, really? Let's make up a relationship. God. <laughs> improv guys are low-key the worst. Some of them are. Some of them are good. Uh, I have yet to meet one that works for me who is good. Um, I don't know. I keep going back and forth with, like, what I want and what I think I want and what I need. It's very confusing all around. Uh, I don't know. I think that the great thing about you, though, is, like, you are a positive person and you're a fun person. And that's going to attract something very fun and great in your life. Thank you. Well, that's just the rule of attraction, you know? Eventually, it works. It's just— shitty dating people is shitty you also see the worst side of people when you date Mm -hmm. people because you're like trying to be vulnerable and you're trying to be cool and you're trying to be all of these things and it's like fuck and then you're stuck with people looking on the internet being like well why would I settle down with you when there are 900 other people to settle down with and it's like when does it fucking stop it's hell 
Yeah, I don't know. I sometimes get real sad, but I'm not sad anymore. I'm uh, really just, I'm, uh, I'm on the apps. I'm trying so hard, but I feel in my heart of hearts that I'm going to have a boyfriend by next year. And uh, <laughs> the reasoning makes no sense. But I think 2020 is going to be my year. I think so, too. 2019 has been pretty bad. I say throw it away. Throw it away. I know we're like not even halfway done, but throw it away. We are I don't almost like it. halfway done. We're so close. I hate it. 2020 is going to be my year. My mom was 33 when she got married. So that means when I turn 33, I'm going to have a boyfriend. The logic, it's not there. Can but I tell you something? I'm putting it out there. 33 is a very powerful year. Okay. How old was Jesus when he died? 33. How old was... Um, Michelle Pfeiffer when she played Catwoman. 33. How old was Madonna when she came out with, uh, I think, Blonde Ambition? 33. Yes. How old was... This is a very easy test. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The answer is just 33. 33. <laughs> yeah, you get the point. I do, um, and I... I truly don't know why. I just, like, I really have this, like, great I feeling about next year. I have that number tattooed on me. Do you? I do. Wow. It's on my arm. Very small. Right it here. is very small. Can't even see it. Yeah, I'll show it to it's you when so I get tiny. up. It's so tiny. Also, people keep asking, what what will happen to my podcast if I find somebody? I'm not going to end it. No. So stop wishing for me not to find somebody. Also, this is not just about you. It's also about the community. Yes. It's talking about, and then let's, I can't even wait for the conversations once we have the person to yes. be like, what were the steps that got us there? Yes. How are we feeling in the relationship? Yes. I need some check-ins. Yes. Okay. So people listening, start wishing for me to get a partner so then I can teach you how to get a partner maybe you follow some of the steps I've taken yes and then I help you out and then guess what nothing's fucking forever no. I'll probably break up with them exactly and then you get to hear about that fun time exactly <laughs> or everyone gets to hear about the wedding planning process the yes. heinous bridesmaids dresses yes the slutty ass dress Nicole's gonna yes. wear yes I'm gonna be a real Fucking whore. A real bridezilla. Oh my God, we need to get you on Say Yes to the Dress. Oh boy. We I need was to pop you into Kleinfelds. Yesterday, my big fat gypsy wedding, mm -hmm. and this woman put dollar bills all over her dress. I'm obsessed. And it looked pretty bad. Her mom laughed at her when she came out of the room. She got mad at her mom for laughing. Then during the reception, her mother broke a window, and I was like, this is the wedding I want. <laughs> I've gone to some really... Crazy weddings with really crazy mothers. I've only been to like a couple of wild ones. Not like too, too wild, but you know. Wait, Greta, we've yes. come to the end. Here's a question. Uh, would you would you date me? Yeah, duh. Oh, what a treat. Who would ever come on here and say that they wouldn't date you? A lot of people. No. <laughs> I would love to date you. You're a great candidate for me to date because you're fun. You're down to do draggy things. Yes. You're down to have drinks. Yes. You're down to eat mashed potatoes. Love them. You have a great sense of humor. Thank you. You're a homeowner. Hey. You drive a nice car. Thank you. It's a little banged up because I keep hitting things. But you know what? <laughs> you know, I just think you have a great laugh. Oh, thank you. And a great heart. Oh, and I that's try. why I would date you. I try. It takes a lot of work to like be a nice person. It's very hard. And it's very hard when you have a lot of people around you that are shitty. Yeah, but also like I would choose people to not like. And I've like hit this point in my life where I'm like, well, why? Why are you spending the energy to not like someone? I was going to say it's way Even too if it's much like energy. Secretive or whatever. It's just like it's too much. It is. It also makes you ugly. Yes. It so now, makes you ugly. Now I've decided everybody a good person. Mm -hmm. Everybody good. Unless they're bad. In Unless which case, they're bad. Fuck them. But like for the most part, I didn't like people for like stupid reasons. Yeah. And it's like they weren't a bad person. You were just being insane. Yeah. And also that all that shit too stems from like insecurity. Whenever oh, yeah. I haven't liked someone, it's always because they represent something mm -hmm. that like makes me feel threatened or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then when I take a step back, I'm like, oh, I actually really do like yes, you. I like I'm you. just jealous I of you. I was just being a little banana. Yes. Okay, truly, Greta, this has been a real treat. Um, Thanks for uh, having me. Just a dream come true. Thank you. And also, I today was the day I asked you to do it. Yes. Because I had someone cancel on me, but it's okay. I love her. Uh, do you have anything you want to promote? 
Um, you should just listen to my podcast, The Worst, which you will be on, which yeah. will be very exciting. Yeah. And then if you're in LA and you want to come to a good free comedy show, come to me and Blair's show at Genghis it's Cohen. You might see of, Nicole there. It's one of my favorite shows. It's very fun. Um, I truly love performing there. I love Thank testing you. out new we material. Love having you. It's every Tuesday. Yeah, you guys are just really perfect. Um, and if you like this episode of Oh, I Watch It Daily. <laughs> 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 you can, um, I think, subscribe subscribe on iTunes. I don't know. Or, like, uh, Spotify. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of ways for you to, like, listen to this. Um, so if you if you say something dirty to me and, like, the DMs or rate it on iTunes, I'll read it out loud. I won't say your name because people have been getting a little, you know, upset about that. Okay, so uh, I know you like it dirty, so I would love to make your body vibrate on top of mine so hard that it's a human vibrator on my clit. And have us both squirt in completion. So there's that. Thank you so much. Okay, this has been why bug bug. This has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. Ashley's Memorial Day sale is going on now. Shop our biggest selection of hot buys, cool deals, or shop limited time savings on new summer spaces. Plus, get 72-month special financing on select in-store mattress purchases made with your Ashley Advantage Synchrony credit card between May 14th and June 3rd. Whether you're redecorating indoors or rethinking your outdoor space, save big on this season's trending styles. Only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. No minimum purchase required. See store for details.